What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the movie No Hard Feelings. Here's a quick synopsis. The parents of an upcoming high school graduate, Percy, hire a woman named Maddie to date him and open him up socially. The film stars Jennifer Lawrence, Andrew Barth Feldman, Matthew Broderick, Laura Benanti, Natalie Morales, Eben Moss Backrack, and Kyle Mooney. Standout performances. This is the first outright comedy that Jennifer Lawrence has starred in and for me she was the absolute funniest thing in Adam McKay's Don't Look Up. Lawrence is just now fully embracing movie stardom and after a little break from acting she's given three great performances in a row in Don't Look Up, Causeway and No Hard Feelings where she plays Maddie, someone who has lived in the same place her entire life and is financially desperate. No Hard Feelings was a good choice for her first ever comedy. However, I like it when a dramatic actor teams up with a comedic movie star like Mark Wahlberg working with Will Ferrell or Charlie Theron working with Seth Rogen. And the person I wanted Lawrence to pair up with is Amy Schumer. There's been talks that these two friends were going to work together on film, but for whatever reason, it has not yet happened. I want to see it, because I think they would make a great comedic pairing. Here's what Lawrence told Skynet News about No Hard Feelings, quote, I was definitely always open to a comedy. I wouldn't say I was like, I really want my character to try to have sex with a young person, but I did just read it, and I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever read. I think it's time for a good old-fashioned laugh, and it really is hard to make a comedy where you're not offending people. Everybody in some sense will be offended by this film. You're welcome. Something we learn from the old time comedies is mean comedy is not really funny. You know, making somebody feel bad about themselves other than me making fun of me. But the way that we did it is fine. We figured it out. And what's interesting about Jennifer Lawrence's comments there is that it seems like she had a lot of thought about what a modern comedy should be and I think that's why a lot of big time movie stars are wary of starring in comedies because they have to be thoughtful now more than ever and we are used to big comedies that didn't have a lot of thought in them they were only about getting the laugh just say the funniest thing on screen and we'll see at the end of the day if it's the funniest thing people have ever seen now it's not just about being funny it's about how you are being funny Lawrence's co-star in No Hard Feelings is newcomer Andrew Barth Feldman, who plays the socially awkward Percy, and I could definitely see some Gen Zers upset by the stereotypical character. They did give him an interesting backstory, though, and I thought he was funny in the movie. I thought him and Jennifer Lawrence had actual chemistry. No Hard Feelings was directed and co-written by Gene Stamnitsky, who has a history of making R-rated raunchy comedies. He co-wrote the film Bad Teacher, starring Cameron Diaz, and directed and co-wrote Good Boys, which was a surprise hit. He's a filmmaker who clearly knows how to make a solid comedy that people will enjoy, which there used to be a ton of those kind of directors who could do that, but now there are so few. And that, to me, is the thing that not enough people talk about, is why comedies at the movie theaters are dying, is because of all the great directors who are no longer making 
making comedies. You have Adam McKay, who's no longer making just outright comedies with Will Ferrell. Ben Stiller is directing a serious Apple TV show. He's not making comedies like Zoolander. Todd Phillips is making Joker. Jay Roach is making Bombshell. These are the guys who were making the hit comedies, and they're no longer making comedies, and they haven't been replaced. None of those directors have been replaced. So there aren't that many directors who will make very good comedies. I mean, really, the only one who is left is Judd Apatow, and his last movie was a giant dud on Netflix. Now, I really like The King of Staten Island, but that's not a silly comedy. Nobody is making silly comedies made for movie theaters, who is a thought of as a great director. Comedies used to have really good directors making them. Now they're left with no one, and that's why there's not a lot of comedy starring movie stars like Jennifer Lawrence. She picked a good director, but it's not like she had a ton of choices. Yeah, she worked with Adam McKay, but it wasn't really for a comedy. I mean, Don't Look Up is a dramatic satire more than it is an outright comedy. From 1990 to, say, 2002, 12, each and every year there was going to be a movie from at least one of these filmmakers. Adam McKay, Todd Phillips, Jay Roach, Ben Stiller, Judd Apatow. Now, there's very few of those directors making comedies. Judd Apatow is the only one left. Again, Adam McKay is making dramas. Jay Roach is making different kind of movies. Todd Phillips is making the Joker films. Ben Stiller is making great television shows. Comedy law lost all of its filmmakers. That's why you're not seeing very good comedies. If all of these directors went back to making comedies, I think we would have hit comedies because these were the very best at making comedies. I just think there are very few filmmakers nowadays who know how to make a good comedy. And Stubnitsky is very good at making comedies. He's just not as good as any of those directors I just mentioned. And many are comparing No Hard Feelings to modern comedies like Todd Phillips's The Hangover. I think this film actually has more in common with the comedies of the 1980s. Movies with wild premises and questionable logic, but somehow end up working in the end, like Back to School starring Rodney Dangerfield or Overboard starring Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Like movies with these insane premises, but you end up liking them at the end of the day. They're not perfect movies. They don't really work logically, but you have a good time watching them because these movies starred movie stars. I think the perfect example of one of these kind of movies was Big starring Tom Hanks. Like, it's such a wild premise. Again, he ended up getting an Oscar nomination for it. That's a movie that just isn't being made today, at least in that kind of way. And No Hard Feelings isn't big, but it's in that realm of like, this is just a wild premise. Nothing magical about the premise, but the logic of the premise just really isn't that sound. Like, this is a movie just to showcase how funny Jennifer Lawrence really is, and I'm here for that, and I think these kind of movies should exist. Like, I'm really excited for that Taika Waititi movie that's coming, Next Goal Wins, because I want to see her X-Men co-star Michael Fassbender be really funny in a movie. I like seeing dramatic actors 
try to be funny. And clearly I'm not alone. Look at all the people talking about Ryan Gosling's performance in Barbie. Yes, we love him in the dramas, but he's also really funny. And I would love to see Jennifer Lawrence get that kind of chance to be in a movie like Barbie where everyone sees how funny she is. I don't think enough people saw No Hard Feelings. I would love for her to continue in this space and to be in a movie with a lot of funny people. After watching this movie, the pairing I really want to see on film together is Jennifer Lawrence paired with Seth Rogen. I think that is something we all need to see. Now, Seth Rogen hasn't been in an outright comedy in a while. He's now in the space of voicing characters in The Lion King, the Mario movie, and now with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I want to see him be in a movie like the ones that made him famous, like Knocked Up, like Pineapple Express, and I would love for his on-screen partner to be Jennifer Lawrence. I think those two would have great chemistry. I think Seth Rogen can be really funny, and he can also be a bit of dramatic. I think that's the type of actor that Jennifer Lawrence should pair with. Again, Amy Schumer, like I mentioned, would be perfect, but Seth Rogen also makes a ton of sense to work with Jennifer Lawrence in an outright comedy. And why I mention Seth Rogen is because when you watch a Seth Rogen movie, every character in the movie is funny. It's the same with the Judd Apatow movie. Every single character is funny, even if they have a one-scene bit, they are super funny. It's like Paul Rudd in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. He has a bit part that's a movie that was produced by Judd Apatow. It's a like a two-scene part, yet he is one of the funniest things in the movie. And that is something that is missing from No Hard Feelings. Jennifer Lawrence is really funny in the movie. And Andrew Barr Feldman is funny in the movie. Every other character is lacking. This is a two-hander. None of the supporting parts work whatsoever. Even Matthew Broderick, who's been in some of the funniest movies of all time, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, he's not that funny in the movie. That is what's lacking from No Hard Feelings. The supporting roles are not funny enough. Like, I would absolutely love to see Jennifer Lawrence in a movie with Seth Rogen and his pals like Jason Segel and Paul Rudd. I think she would thrive in that situation, and I hope we see something like that in the future. Let's talk box office. No Hard Feelings made $87 million at the box office, which I think is a very good number for a comedy in 2023, but it's not nearly as good as comedies used to make. Films like The Hangover, Bridesmaids, and Superbad, these movies were movies that everyone saw in movie theaters. What's different, of course, is that we are living in the streaming era, and that's where most people wait to watch comedies. People go to movie theaters to see event films like Barbie and Oppenheimer, and make no mistake, Lawrence's star power is what got this movie its money, but it's not enough to turn it into an absolute no-doubt hit. And I talked about this last week on the podcast when I was talking about the comedy satire theater camp. I think one of the only ways a comedy movie would be a hit in 2023 if it was just filled with stars after star, like get the biggest stars in comedy and make a movie with them. That's the only way, like just a comedy with a zany premise isn't enough to get people to go see a movie. Even one star like Will Ferrell isn't enough. Again, I grew up in the age where these movie stars could sell comedies. Guys like Will Ferrell, Ben Stiller, Vince Vaughn, you know the names. If you saw them on the poster, you were gonna see the movie. And the movie ended up being really good. Now being good just isn't enough. There are some really good comedy 
is being made that absolutely no one is seeing. And No Hard Feelings isn't in that category. This movie made money in theaters because it had the star power, but this movie's premise just isn't enough. Not any star could have led this movie and it would have made money. I think Jennifer Lawrence's star power is what made people go out and seek this movie. That's why there aren't enough people starring in comedies because I think back in the day you could star in a comedy and it would be good for your career. This wasn't a great move for Jennifer Lawrence's career. It's just something she wanted to do. I don't think there are enough dramatic actors who want to star in a movie like this unless the movie was a no doubt hit and that just doesn't exist in 2023. I feel like this is something that we're not going to see in a few years unless a big time movie star stars in a comedy that is a massive hit. In the next few years, people like Jennifer Lawrence aren't going to want to be in a movie like No Hard Feelings if it doesn't get enough eyeballs. Here's another thing that doesn't get talked about enough when it comes to comedy movies. For years, we've been praising comedic movie stars for making the jump into dramas. Guys like the late great Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, Steve Carell, the list goes on and on. Bill Murray, he made the jump to drama. We rewarded all of these actors for their work in dramas and not for comedies. And what did they used to have with comedies? They used to have box office numbers. Adam Sandler dominated the box office for 15 plus years when it came to his silly comedies that were just okay and were just funny enough. And he was thriving. Those movies were making $300 million. Movies like Billy Madison, movies like The Waterboy, these movies were big hits. That's what the reward was, was making money at the box office. Now you've taken that away and you're surprised that a guy like Adam Sandler would rather make dramas than comedies. There's no more rewards in comedies. He's not going to get enough eyeballs on the movie. He's not going to make a bunch of money at the box office and people aren't going to like the movie. So why would Adam Sandler make movies like The Waterboy when he can make uncut gems and get awards? So now you don't have comedy mega movie stars anymore. Instead, you have a movie star like Jennifer Lawrence who only occasionally wants to star in a comedy. My feeling is comedies will never be what they once were at the movie theaters. There will not be five big mega movie star comedians at the same time like there was in the 2000s. Again, you had Will Ferrell, you had Ben Stiller, you arguably had Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn, you had Jack Black. Like there were so many stars who could sell a comedy. Now there isn't anyone who you can go put this guy in a comedy and it's going to be an automatic hit. That person just doesn't exist. There are big time comedians, but they can't sell movies like they used to. There's a movie right now out in theaters called Strays that stars Will Ferrell. Yes, he's just a voice in the movie, but he is the lead of the movie and absolutely no one is talking about that movie. In 2006, it would have been the talk of the town because Will Ferrell was that big in 2006. In 2023, he just isn't the same. And I think it's about the state of comedy more than it is about Will Ferrell. And I'll admit it, I think I took for granted how many great comedies were coming out all at the same time. I grew up in the era of old school Dodgeball, Zoolander. They were just one after the other. Anchorman, it felt like every year you were going to get two to three 
all-time great comedies. Now, are these perfect movies? No, but you are going to have a laugh-out riot time, and these these were going to be endlessly rewatchable movies. That's something that's sad about the state of comedies, is the best thing about comedies are they are rewatchable. We still all watch The 40-Year-Old Virgin. We don't watch Foxcatcher as much as that, even though Steve Carell is equally great in both movies. Comedies are just more rewatchable than most other films, and now those kind of movies aren't being made. Like, No Hard Feelings is a very rewatchable film. Getting back to the $87 million that No Hard Feelings made, I think it was the best outcome for this movie in 2023. This wasn't going to be a surprise $200 million movie. That's just not how things are in 2023. There are just too many other options, and not enough movies can thrive at the same time anymore. Again, you used to have five movies being able to make a profit. That's just not how movie theaters work in 2023. People are are not going to the movies as much as they used to. So I think $87 million is a very successful turnout for a movie like No Hard Feelings. And I hope Jennifer Lawrence continues to make comedies occasionally. Again, I don't want every movie to be like No Hard Feelings, but every once in a while, I want to see her funny side because she's shown it in two straight films. Don't look up. She's the funniest thing in that movie, and she is far and away the funniest thing in No Hard Feelings. Feelings. Overall, I liked No Hard Feelings a lot, flaws and all. I felt like the ending was clunky, but that's the case with almost every comedy, and I think that's almost endearing that the movie is imperfect. It makes you like it. Not every movie needs to be a masterpiece. There can be flaws, and that's another thing that I think is missing. Comedies used to have flaws. You could watch a comedy and you go, wow, that makes absolutely no sense, yet I still enjoyed the movie overall. You don't get that with dramas. When something doesn't work, it ruins the movie. That's not the case with comedies. You can laugh at the flaws. As long as the movie is making you laugh, it is working. And that's what I like about comedies is that's how I rate them. Do I find this funny? Yes. Then the movie is working. Other films are just so much more complicated. The last thing I'll say about No Hard Feelings is I don't know how many more comedies starring major movie stars we are going to get in the next few years. So my opinion is you should enjoy these while they last. Watch Jennifer Lawrence be really funny in a movie because it might not be happening again anytime soon because the movie wasn't a massive hit. Now, do I think it was a big enough hit where Jennifer Lawrence should consider making more comedies? Absolutely. I just don't know if a studio is going to fund these kind of movies anymore. And like I said earlier, my dream is for her to make a movie with Amy Schumer or for her to make a movie with Seth Rogen. Be in a movie with another ridiculously funny person. If you are nostalgic for old school comedies, movies with zany premises that lack logic, No Hard Feelings is the movie for you. Jennifer Lawrence is really good in it. She doesn't disappoint. And it's weird to say because there aren't that many comedies being made today, but No Hard Feelings is one of the best comedies of 2023. As you can tell by listening to this podcast, I'm really interested to see where comedy movies go in the next five years. Like, will there be more mega comedy movie stars ever again? Or will we only get the occasional movie star who drops in and does a comedy? I say we deserve both. The world needs more comedy.
comedies like No Hard Feelings. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I highly recommend you check out the movie No Hard Feelings. Next week on the podcast, I'm talking about the film A Good Person, starring Florence Pugh and Morgan Freeman, written and directed by Zach Braff. So tune into that, and please rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe.